All right, today is a day of catch up. So we're going to be talking about Love and Marriage Huntsville, Season 5, Episode 5, Holt Them Back. Yeah, that's really all I got to say. So, you know, sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into it. All right, y'all. So, Stormy pulls up to Madani, and Destiny tells her staff to tell her she got to go. Um, Stormy was not invited, and Destiny is seems like she's trying to avoid the drama, or she just doesn't want to be aggravated. Um, Stormy brings flowers and a Gucci bag and a name of supporting a black business. And um, Destiny seems a little icy towards Stormy. I mean, she's almost not really making eye contact. Like, Destiny has this thing where when she's checked out or she's pissed off, like, there's a blankness to her. Like, she sees you, but she, she ain't really checking for you. And that's, that's what I see in, in Destiny's eyes. Um, I do think Stormy was trying to be genuine by, like, showing up. But I do think there's something to be said about if you're not invited, are you really here? Like, if the cameras weren't here, would you have come? Or are you coming for that check? Or are you coming to make sure you're there for the drama? Like, why did you really come if you really cared why didn't you reach out to me send me a message i mean of course destiny party wouldn't have responded but i still feel like you know the intention behind it even though she did seem like she genuinely was trying to you know maybe be on the, the good foot i could totally understand why destiny may have felt away i probably would have felt away i wouldn't have handled it like destiny because my my thing was destiny seemed bothered and i'm like this is your event and your store don't you let nobody take you off your course. And if you do feel flustered, angry, upset, whatever, take a step back, go back into your office, get yourself together, and come out come out here and be the queen that you are. Um, So, Destiny felt the kind of way, especially because she bought the Gucci purse. And I have to say, that part, that part like the bringing the flowers, that's one thing. But the I get she was trying to do a little tongue-in-cheek, like, so we Gucci now, like we're good now. So I bought you a Gucci purse. But I also kind of felt like it 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 did kind of feel like, well, now you've given me this thing. And everybody's like, well, why don't you just accept it? Why don't you just she you see she's trying to be friendly? Why don't you just be cool with her? And sometimes you can't tell you can't tell somebody when to stop being upset if they had a beef. Do I think sometimes Destiny holds on a little Perhaps. But that also doesn't mean that just because someone gives you a gift that you have to be over the top, super gracious, like, you know, oh my goodness, thank you so much for this Gucci purse. I can't believe you got that for me. I guess we're cool now. Like, that's fake. That's fake. That's fraudulent. That's not cool. So, again, although I thought, I do think Stormy's heart was somewhat in the right place. I also can understand why Destiny had resistance to it because it's kind of like, but what what are we really doing here? What are we really doing here? Because it's it, it's giving that you came for the cameras. It's giving because you wanted to make sure you got your check for the day. It's giving you want to put me in a position to seem like I'm ungrateful and I'm up here just trying to have my event. So there's that. Kimmy and Letitia are someone how nice the gift was and. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Destiny was also wondering, like, okay, but if you're trying to support black businesses, why isn't your product in my store? That's that's what I want to know. I ain't gonna front. I mean, obviously, as a black woman, I've been to plenty of beauty supply. 
And I don't know what it's like for black women starting a beauty supply. Like I've seen some on TV, but I've never been. I mean, I've only been in one um, in the local Los Angeles area. Um, but, you know, uh, Destiny's was looking a little light. It was looking, it was looking a little light. Um, and I just wonder, is this, is this a struggle? Like, is she having a hard time because she's trying to do something on her own for the first time? Is she resistant to people trying to give her advice? Like, I have some questions, questions. And if I was, um, Stormy, even though she does explain why her products are not in her store, if I was Stormy, you know, I'm, you, you, just because you know somebody doesn't mean you automatically want to put your stuff in their store. So I may have some questions, you know, some curiosities, some things I need to know before I go all in with you and do business with you. So, yeah. Um, again, um, so Kimmy and Latisha were talking about how nice the gift was and how they hope it's a step in the right direction in their relationship. And Destiny states, like I said, she got that blank, stuck, stank looking face like, I'm not here for it. This is not what I planned. This is not the day that I was looking forward to. And all y'all hoes can leave. That's basically what her face was given. Um, and I get that she was feeling a certain way. But again, I think I felt like her energy just got shifted. And it's like, why? Why are you letting them take you off of your throne? Like, what's what's really going on? Is this about them? Did you already wake up having a bad day? Like, I don't know. But things go from bad to worse. So the next person to arrive uninvited is Melody and Miss Van. And when she arrives, she, okay, so this was a big controversial thing when the episode came out. She said hello to Destiny, but she gave a little light, like, hey, hey, Destiny, hey, Kimmy. And my thing is, yes, she said hey, and Destiny said she didn't hear it and kind of got bit on the fact that she didn't hear her say hi. But you came to my store during my event and you already know we're on icy, like on icy terms. Like we're not cool. You came in here uninvited, all like everything's kiki and cool. And I just felt like although she didn't have to do what Stormy did to get her attention, if you're coming into my store for my event, I would at least expect you to, to make sure you take a moment to be like, hey you know hey destiny i know we're not on the best of terms but i wanted to come and support your store and your opening and that's why i felt like mel was on some bull like she did not come there and to be kind she didn't come in, in there for peace she came in there because she knew she was she was about to get into it with miss wanda or she came just for the check or she came there to stir up some mess like you didn't come here with pure intention. You didn't come here to support me because that little lackluster hello, even though Destiny took it, I felt like her reaction was uh, over the top. I also kind of felt like you knew when you came in there, you didn't give her a warm hello. And if you felt like you couldn't be warm with me, then stay home. Since, you get, since you're doing so well, you don't need this check. So why are you here? That's what I want to know. And I feel like when I went on social media, a lot of people was like harping on Destiny. Like she said hello to you and you act like you got all upset thinking she didn't say hi. But it's like, even though they played it back, I don't know how many times 
It was lackluster. It was quiet. It was hush-hush. It was you almost didn't want me to know that you said hi. And you knew what you were doing. But because so many people who are fans of the show are big fans of Mel, and I do like I do like Mel. I am a fan of Mel. But sometimes I feel like people don't hold her accountable for when she is she's added to the mess. She's added to the petty. She wants she she almost is leaning into the drama and she knows at the end of the day people are gonna root for her over like how they're gonna root for Destiny. Cause Destiny doesn't come off as um Destiny Destiny is cool, but she doesn't have that same charisma and she doesn't give you the I'm rooting for you. Like they almost went through parallel situations having a divorce and all that stuff. Well, one, Destiny is very closed off. She's not showing herself, even though she is on social media. She's not as open with her life. And so it's hard for people to get behind her. I think it's hard for the audience to connect to her and to root for her or be mad with her or whatever versus Mel who put her stuff out there. She got good reads. She's beautiful. You know, she seems to triumph. Uh, after her and Martell broke up. So I, I get why people have different reasons why they resonate with Mel over Destiny. But in this situation, Mel was not all the way right. Mel wasn't all the way, and Destiny was, wasn't all the way wrong. That's how I feel. So anyway, she gives her a light hello. And um, again, I don't think she came with a pure heart. And of course, that just amps up how Destiny's already being rubbed the wrong way. Because she didn't hear the hello and she's pissed. And again, I'm like, but this also tells me this is how much you care about her. Because you really, like, you were already mad. Now you got three, three, five times as mad. You know what I'm saying? And usually if you don't care about somebody, almost like a stormy, you don't get a response. But when it was Mel, it really bothered her. And I feel like people don't see it like that. People see it as you trying to get a moment. But it's like, you came to my moments. How am I trying to get a moment? You came to my moments. The cameras were at my store. So what's what's really good? Um, so anyway, so she leaves the store and then Mel leaves the store and then her and Destiny get into a match because this is like, how you gonna come in the store and don't say hi to me? Destiny, she did say hi, you just didn't hear it. And Mel's like, I'm not, you know, basically I'm not dignifying this little response. You just want a moment. And it was, it, they little, their little back and forth was a little nasty. And it's kind of like, damn, it's kind of hard to believe y'all were even friendly at one point. Because the way y'all talk to each other is just reckless, reckless. Um, And so Mel uses that opportunity to make a beeline to Wanda. Um, And she goes on IG Live until producers tell her she can't do that while she's filming. And she confronts Wanda about the comments that were made about the paternity of their youngest child that they affectionately call Sugar Mama. Um, almost everyone ends up outside to see what all the commotion is about because things amp up very quickly. And there's hands being, hands in, almost in faces. And then uh, Martell tries to intervene, like kind of stand there to make sure things don't pop off. And then Marceau is there. Then Tisha comes out. She's there because, of course, that's her mom. So she's trying to make sure things don't amplify. Like, I think they understand the assignment in the sense that this is going to be a moment, but we're trying to make sure this doesn't graduate past a verbal match into a we put hands on each other situation. Um, and Tisha really was like, why are you going back and forth? Like, I, I think she was kind of, I think it's like, 
Tisha's going to defend her mom to other people. But I think she still recognizes sometimes her mom be out of line. Like, Ms. Wanda, you just be doing entirely too much. And, um, you know, she's like, why are you getting in Mel's face? Marcel tells Tisha she doesn't need to get in the middle of it, even though it doesn't really seem like Tisha's doing anything. Like, she's just being present because, like, this is my mom, and I'm not going to just let nobody yell at her. Like, anybody would do that. If it's your mama, your sister, your best friend, your cousin, your neighbor, or whatever, you're not going to just stand by and be like, well, it's her. she's my mom. She can handle it. Like, you're probably going to stand by to be like, just in case Ish goes left. I'm not going to be the one who was standing on the sidelines. Like, I'm not going to let nobody pop off on my mom and be like, oh, you know, I just let you handle it. No, no. Doesn't mean I'm going to fight, but I need to be there just to try to hold you back and, like, make sure things don't go crazy. And then Marcel, like, he gets all amped up. Like, if you, if something happens, if somebody puts their hands on you, I'm going to jail. And I think his reaction was because Martel was standing on the side trying to make sure Mel don't get crazy. And I think he thought, Mar- he basically said, like, Martel, we've known in the past he doesn't know how to control himself. So I need to be here to make sure that, you know, he don't hit my wife. And I think that's, he was more so referencing that's more so what he his mind was, but he was referencing as if she was going to jump in between Mel and Wanda. And I think he was more concerned that if Martel lashed out and accidentally hit, not even just Letitia, maybe even Wanda, that then he was going to have to retaliate because he's like, listen, I'm going to protect my family. And so I understood in a roundabout way what he was trying to say, but I also felt like you're trying to make her the scapegoat some way, somehow, and ultimately that's what he does he he makes her the scapegoat when it's like she really wasn't doing anything she got a dress and heels and heels on not to say that would stop her from getting involved if necessary but i'm pretty sure her intention is not to fight if anything she wants to stop the fight because like i'm looking cute right now like what what are we saying what, what are we saying right now um and some in some ways i feel like marcel was somewhere in the back of his mind he wanted to get rowdy he, he wanted to get down and he wanted to kind of make sure he didn't have no sticky fingers in the situation. That's kind of, you know, what it felt like. So Wanda and Mel, you know, they verbally going at it and they get separated. Wanda's in the store popping off like, no, you know, I just want to go back over there to my food. Like, I'm not going to touch her. I'm not going Or like she was, she was giving, let me at her. But she was also trying to be like, y'all don't trust me. Y'all don't trust me. Y'all let me go outside. I'm not going to touch her. I'm not going to touch her. Like, uh, Wanda... You sound like you bought it. Like, you you don't care how old you are. As long as you could swing an arm, you're going to do it. Um, And that's why when people, and I, I mean, I'm sure I do this sometimes too, but when people say something like, at your big age, at your big age is what you're doing, don't you understand that age is nothing but a number? Like, some people either are suspended in their childhood, no matter how old they get, they're still thinking they're a teenager. Um, Some people, their mentality is like, I don't, I'm not, I don't care. If you started with me, I'm going to finish it with you. Some people, like, there's, there's no thing that says, oh, because I've reached a certain age, I'm above it, and I'm just going to sit here and just let you talk to me any old kind of way. This is, again, it's, it's not in defense of Miss Wanda. I'm just saying that age means nothing, okay? Some people are about that life, and they stay about that life, so they're not in that life, okay? And it doesn't matter what the age is. 50s, 60s, 70s, they still be ready to get down, and that's just what it is. Doesn't mean it's appropriate, but really, if you're if you're not 
a youth, like if you're not a teenager or I, I only want to say in your early 20s, once you get to an age where you know fighting is not the option, it's not the good, it's not a good look, like physically fighting somebody or, you know, you know that your mouth could get reckless, but you ain't really trying to fight nobody and you need to accommodate. I mean, you need to like tailor that accordingly um, so that you don't get in a situation that you can't handle, period, period, period. Um, so yeah, so yeah, they're trying to stop her. Maurice trying to stop her. He like, she, she a little slippery. Like, this is not easy. And outside, Tisha, Mel, Martella, Marceau are basically talking about the semantics of whether Wanda was talking about the child or the adults. Cause she's saying, Wanda's saying she didn't say nothing about Sugar Mama directly. She was talking about, um, uh, Martell should, uh, check, should, uh, double check and take a paternity test. And it's really honestly started from something Martell said, but Wanda should have stayed out of it. Martell said something like, oh, um, um, Mel was cheating on me with like a trainer or some, some guy. And he implied that she, you know, she may have messed around. And I don't know if he necessarily called the paternity, but, you know, he was so hell-bent on letting people know she cheated too. This relationship isn't over just because of me because she did stuff too. And so Wanda took that. And then Mel went on Carlos King's uh, show and she was talking about how Letitia's daddy slides up in her dms and you know, mel knew what she was doing she was adding to the mess and then wanda just took it too far i mean i, I don't think she was directly talking about sugar mama um i think she was talking about the adult's behavior but either way you know people get it's it's a very touchy subject when you talk about people's kids whether it's directly or indirectly and so in this situation, although I don't think she was directly talking about Sugar Mama, um, you know, she had said other things. She had talked about the kids' hair in comparison to her grandchildren's hair and stuff like that. So, you know, it was it was kind of a buildup that was bound to happen at some point. And so they're up there talking about semantics, getting into it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like Wanda, she's a little wrong. And I don't know why it's so hard. I know Tisha loves her mom and they have like kind of, you know, they depend on each other. But like you, I think that Tisha needs to publicly, not just behind the, behind closed doors, but she needs to publicly let her mom know like, you wrong, mom. Like this shouldn't even be what it is. Everybody needs to chill. It's almost like every time there was an opportunity to take the moment and let's pull it back. It was somebody amping it up and adding more fire to the situation. Like, add more fuel to the fire. So, I feel like, ultimately, I, I don't like this narrative that Tisha's responsible for her mom. Because her mom is her own person. One. Two. She's her mom. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have a, I don't, my mom is not Miss Wanda. But I can't tell my mom to do nothing she don't want to do. That's not going to happen. And most people's moms, you can't tell them what to do unless they're in a situation where it's kind of like you're your mom and your own mom. <laughs> most of the time, that's not how things go down. So I completely understand why, you know, Tisha may try to 
pull, you know, kind of reel her mom back in private. But ultimately, you're not, Wanda's her own person. The choices, the decisions that she makes, the things she decides to take, that's on her. It's not Tisha's responsibility. And she shouldn't be dragged through the coals for that because what is she supposed to do? What's what she supposed to do? Um, so anyway, things still are heated. Marcel and Martel, they trying to talk it out, and then Marcel gets mad and well they at first they're trying to resolve things. Wanda runs around, they let her out the store, she runs around the back and tries to grab Mel. Things explode from there, and Destiny, um, um, what? Uh, why did I write that note? Anyway, things go go higher. Tisha's yelling at her mom, like, really, you really out here trying to fight somebody? Like, everybody's trying to calm everybody down. Then Marcel and Martel start going at it. Like, they're trying to talk it out, but then Marcel gets pissed because I think he feels like Martel's not listening to him. And then, like, I, I think, like, Marcel kind of lunges. Then Martel kind of comes back. Then Maurice gets pushed. Then Maurice gets mad. And then, you know, I don't think they were trying to gang up on him, but it was also, like, I don't know, it was just like, it was just a lot. Like, I almost felt like this was, again, something that was probably going to happen in some way, shape, or form. Um, I think it's unfortunate that it got to that point, but basically Marceau physically gets picked up, I think, like, by a producer and pulled away. He's upset, he's yelling, he's cussing, you know, everybody tried to go over there to calm him down, and he's like, everybody, just stop touching me, just stop touching me, like, you're making it worse, which I totally understand, and... You know, basically at that point, everybody got to break it up. And one of the producers, like, tells his team they need to leave. Like, they need to take it home. And, ooh, child. Mm -mm -mm. And then they, Martel seemed like he's still kind of amped up. So Destiny comes out there, and they try to talk Martel down and get him to get in the car with Mel so she can take him away from the situation and kind of calm everything down. And she's like, Destiny's like, I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. Don't do it. Get in the car. Get in the car. So, you know, ultimately when it came down to it, nobody wanted to see these black people fight. Nobody, nobody wanted to see these black people fight in public. And honestly, the person who I felt the worst for was Destiny because y'all said y'all wanted to come to support her, but that's not what happened, you know? And I felt like even with Mel and Wanda, like... You didn't come to support Destiny. You came to get into it with Wanda because you knew she was there. And you used Destiny as the middle ground to do that. And you disrespected her business. And if she would have done that to you, you would have been irate. And so that wasn't right, you know. And Destiny kind of had a point. She was like, but like when... Mel left the store and they got into it. She was like, I should have you escorted out the way you uh, escorted Tisha out. Because when Mel did that to Tisha, she thought it was cute. She was kicking and giggling about it. Like, she took, she thought it was, I think she reveled in the pettiness of being able to say, I could kick you out of my event because we not cool. But it's like, Mel almost gives, and the same thing with Martel, or most people on the show, but I'm going to say Mel and Martel, they give, I can dish it but I can't take it and it's like it's a hypocrisy for me it's a hypocrisy for me like no matter how you feel about destiny y'all disrespected her and y'all disrespected her event and y'all disrespected this store that she's trying to own and business she's trying to build up and even though she had a stank attitude in the beginning it did not warrant 
the way things went down. And everybody should have kept a cooler head instead of letting it get to that point. So it is what it is. It's done. But yeah, that's that's what was going on in uh, episode five, child. It was just mess. Mess, a mess, a mess. It was a lot. But anyway, <laughs> if you listened so far, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can always send an email with suggestions or just to say hello to go WTF podcast at gmail.com. Go WTF podcast at gmail.com. I would so appreciate you stopping by. And yeah, until next time. Actually, I'm going to do another one. As long as my baby stays asleep, I'm going to try to do another one so that we can get current. Right? Because the goal is to get current. Because I got like four episodes to do. So um, thank you so much for your support. And I'll see y'all next time.